Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. Trevor, we, we got another job, but we've got to get this done soon. You know, after we made our first million recording that theme song for Daytona USA, we just can't keep the phones off the hook. Is that Whatever how, that means. Is that how it goes? The phones won't stay on the line. I know. They keep falling off for some reason. Yeah. We need to get new phones. Yeah. But also, we keep getting job offers. And yeah. I'm sorry, but I accepted this one. Oh, no. Who from? There's a new games coming out. Cruising World, Cruising USA. Oh, Cruising USA. Yeah. yeah. That Midway. Yeah. They want us to, what do they want us to do? Do the main theme for the Cruising oh. USA game. Yeah. Well, it just so happens that we prepared for this very moment. We did? Yeah. Oh, let me look at this script here. Don't you remember back five years oh, ago, we wrote the whole ballad of, of the Cruising games? Yeah, I see it right there yeah. in the script. I mean, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, uh, you're right. How did it start, though? I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be catchy. It's got to get... I think it needs to get straight to the point about what this game's about. Don't you think? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, what about this? All right, just hear me out. Okay. <clears throat> Cruising! Yeah. Cruising USA! Yes! I'm feeling Yes! It. Yes! Okay, all right, we'll do that. That's how it's going to start, all right. right? That's a perfect start. What about right after that, we're, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cruising, cruising the world, USA. Cruising, cruising the world, yeah. Even the moon, yeah. Exotica, yeah. That means no pants on. Too far, too far. Cruising, cruising for a bruise. Yeah. We got it. We got it. That's it. Cut. Uh, record. Oh, we're going to make another million bucks off of this. Hey, listen in in that podcast. Go spread it all over the whole country. I think I know the podcast you're talking about. Retro Bliss. Everybody, welcome to a brand new episode. In the month of giving thanks, we're going to thank you for listening to us. This is Retro Blist. I am one of your hosts. I am Johnny Townsend. And he is... Trevor Franklin. And we together are... Retro Blist. There we go. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> things work sometimes. They do. So after a, a heavy episode of Earthbound, mm. uh, we decided we needed to uh, lighten the air up a bit. And uh, we uh, we went cruising, Trevor. We went yeah. cruising. So after one masterpiece, we said, let's follow it up with a trilogy of masterpieces. That's right. We're not just covering one game today. Nope. We're covering not two games today. Nope. We're covering, that's right. Three games. A trifecta of perhaps awesomeness? Perhaps. Perhaps. To my knowledge, the only three cruising games, definitely the only three on the N64. That's right. All three of these are for the Nintendo 64 system. And uh, do these hold up today? Did we have fun playing them? 
let's find out. So, most of you probably, if you're our age or even maybe a little younger, you remember the cruising games from the arcades. That's right. Cruising USA, followed by Cruising World, and finally Cruising Exotica. Ooh. ooh. But these were actually all ported to the Nintendo 64. And uh, from my understanding, that was kind of the plan all along. Nintendo actually even published the original one in the arcade, which kind of blows my mind a little bit. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Because you run over animals and they blow up into chunks. Oh, yeah. They, they explode. In the arcade face. version. In the, in the arcade. Yeah. That doesn't happen, not that we witnessed, uh-uh. on the Nintendo 64 version. But, yeah. Uh, so, Midway put these games out, and apparently mm-hmm. Nintendo helped some, from the sounds yeah. of it. And, uh, I, I guess, um, the best way, this is as arcade of a racer as you can possibly get. This puts the A in arcade. Yes. Or the K in R. What? I don't know. Okay. It's kind of late when we're recording this. It is. Well, it's it's 9 o'clock. It's late for our standards. It's late for us. We're old men. Yep. <laughs> My eyes actually feel droopy. <laughs> like legitimately droopy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this episode of Retro Bliss is brought to you by Droopy Eyes. Uh, hey, uh, have you gotten tired after 9 p.m.? You got droopy eyes. Droopy eyes. The eyes that get droopy after 9. Droopy now back eyes. to Retro Bliss. <laughs> I feel like uh, you were... What's that guy's name? Ben... Get clear with clear eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> clear with clear eyes. Uh, Trevor, uh, experience with this game. Well, um, be honest, the N sixty four games were not really a part of our collective experience. But what if I told you to lie about it? Oh, we played these every day, all the time. But I definitely do remember seeing these in the arcade. 100%. This is one of those games that I would play every once in a while in the arcade, but I almost yeah. always would pretend I was driving it. <laughs> yeah. Because you had the cool sitting down and you could steer it. Well, that's what I did too because I was poor. Yeah. Yeah. And that and, that, and your dad just wouldn't let you play games. Nope. <laughs> he just let you watch them. No, nope, but I remember seeing this one a lot. I can't tell you if we played it very much, but it's the weird the things I remember. I remember running over the animals in that Kenya level. Yeah. Where there's, I think there was maybe giraffes and elephants and stuff. Yeah. Yes. And I remember they blow into chunks. That's right. That's right. Now. Which is gross. Now, from my memory, I, of course, definitely remember Cruising USA. The other two, my memory is way more from the 64 versions. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I don't remember playing those near as much in the arcade as the original Cruising USA. Now, what did, uh, we'll get into it later, but what did sp- uh, spring back to memories was the great theme music that each of these games oh, yeah. uh, pertains. Cruising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, they just sing the words of the, the title, and that's how you do yep. what you were playing. They Thank don't goodness. let you down. Every, no. every one of them. But I think the interesting, probably the most interesting thing, we're covering the N64 versions, obviously. We don't have an arcade in our house. I think the most interesting thing is the original Cruising USA was meant to be a release title, a uh, launch title, there's the word. It didn't quite make it for launch, but when it did come out, it was actually, from my understanding, it was sort of like the only budget title, because it was thirty nine ninety nine, which may not seem like a big deal now, but then, if you bought an N64 game, you were paying 60 bucks. It's just what you did. Yeah. At least 50 There might have been some $50 ones. But here's a thirty nine ninety nine game, so from my understanding, it sold a lot, like a crap ton. Even though, even at the time, this original one was kind of bashed by critics. Even the arcade version. So, it's kind of like the people's game. Because the people just made it popular. Yeah. So yeah. are we the people or are we the critics? Let's find out. Let's find out. That's a good yeah. that's a good question. We are the definitive voices in retro gaming, that's, or so we've been told. 
enough yes. to where I'm starting to believe our own hype. Once we start to fully believe our hop that our fans just lap on us, that's when we're going to go down. Yeah. So. I don't know if I like that sentence, but I'll stick with yep. it. <laughs> so, uh, I think the best way to approach this, since we did play all three games, uh-huh. is to just go, we're not going to do one at a time. Let's just do graphically for all three, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like we usually do, category per yeah. three. So, let's start with uh, graphics. Uh, Cruising USA obviously came out first, uh, and, it and it looks sh- like poop. <laughs> and it shows it. It shows it. Yeah, so it's starting to get late. I'm, I'm going to be a little loopy, probably. Yeah. So it's, it definitely shows it, its age. Uh, as the games get get uh, as the sequels come out, they obviously improve in how they look, and that's just yes. the way it goes. But they're all in the 64, so I'd say 64 wise. By the time you get to Exotica. Uh, especially if you're playing single player, yeah, it it looks it looks very passable. Yes, just know that this was sort of the original was sort of a budget title to begin with, only in sixty four, which is obviously aged already. Yeah, but even then, like the the some of the reviews I read, I think IGN gave the original Christian USA like a four and a half, and mostly they said that because the graphics are like janky. Yeah, and there's pop in, and they said the music was poorly made and poorly composed. <laughs> um. So even at the time, this was not considered a good-looking game, but the weird thing is, it was such an out-of-date-looking game when it came out. I'm talking about the original USA. It kind of has a charm to it now. I mean, it's kind of ugly. It's but not. There's no kind of. It's, it's, it's but ugly. It's ugly. Uh, but, I don't know. Graphically, it's not going to do it. I think graphically, by far, Exotica looks the best. Oh, yeah. But... None of them are going to win. We one of the things that we said is you know uh, today when a racing game comes out, it's they're almost supposed to be. Uh, I hate when my computer keeps telling me stuff. Like That's I already know annoying. this. It tells me this every freaking time. <laughs> uh, like I know my Yahoo's out of date. I get it. Stop telling me. While we're going on rants, I can't watch a video on my phone anymore without my phone telling me I'm almost out of space. Yes. Like, why do you think I'm streaming a video? <laughs> yeah. I'm not downloading it, you moron. So anyway, one of the things that I told you and that we discussed is, by today's standards, when a racing game comes out, it's it's almost a graphical showpiece yeah. for that system. This was never the case, though. This is not that case. It was no. always just meant to be arcadey silliness. And I think, as ugly as it is, I almost forgive it for that. But... Like you said, I think when you go from Cruising USA to Cruising World, because we're lumping these all together, right? Yeah. When you go to Cruising World, it's a pretty big jump. It's just no one here is janky. Right, it like, feels a lot smoother. In a screenshot, it may not be that much better, but it looks so much better when you're playing it. Yeah, it, it it's definitely smooths out a lot of stuff. And by the third one, it's even smoother. The third one's got a lot more yeah. details going on. Uh, we played two-player a lot. There's a heck of a lot of track pop-in. Oh, a ton. It's almost as bad as Daytona USA, the original on the Sega Saturn. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of pop in, but on single player, it's still a lot, but it doesn't get in the way of the game. It is, which I expect. I mean, that makes sense yeah. for that era. But at the same time, I'm going to throw this out there though: two players way more fun than one player, even with the graphical crazy pop in. Yeah, it's more fun. There was times though in Cruising Exotica, which the tracks get way crazier in it. Oh yeah, which I guess we'll talk about in gameplay. But there's times the pop in was so bad that I would try to take a shortcut that didn't exist. <laughs> Yeah, because I was driving on the air. But basically. we can't talk about track design since that's yeah. graphics. 
Uh, I think that's one of the strengths of this series. Especially starting with World. Yeah, they really, really start to flesh them out, and they and they take some chances on some yeah. track designs. They don't always work out right, uh-uh. but I like the fact that they would go goofy with it. Uh-huh. They would go out of this world with it, to the point where I told you that if the people who made the Forza Horizon games, if they would kind of take that same their same uh, engine that they used to make their games... Yeah. And kept that. Don't use the arc, the way arcadey of this, but keep theirs. Yeah. And just design some tracks as wacky because they came out with the Hot Wheels not too long ago. Yeah. And I thought that was awesome fun, and that's what this was kind of leaning towards to me. Yeah, Cruising World and Cruising Exotica. I think those are fun enough in their track designs that I think a modern remake would be cool. Yeah. The original is really simple. I mean, I'll just go ahead and say, starting with graphics, the original is definitely the black sheep here. It does not hold up. No. No. Uh, uh, but but the, thankfully, it was yeah. a big hit, and I don't know about thankfully, but it was a big hit enough to where they kept making more, yeah. and they did get better. Yeah, I think graphically, to me, I told you when we were playing Cruising USA, we covered Top Gear way, way back in the show for the Super Nintendo, and I think Top Gear is a great game. Yeah. But the original Cruising USA on N64, to me, looks like maybe Top Gear 4. <laughs> like, you know... It's like it looks like it's barely more advanced than a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, there's some 3D going on, but barely. Yeah, that's how out of date it looks. But by the time you get to Cruising World, it's it's better. <sighs> Do we want to go music next or save it? I mean, we kind of already talked about how it is. It's it's the highlight. So let's save it for last. Okay. So let's get in the gameplay. <laughs> This is arcadey as arcadey can get. We've already said that. Uh, to me, the controls feel way more like a kart racer than it does a racing game by today's standards. Cruising USA feels like an NES or maybe Super NES racing game. The controls it are really very, does. very touchy. Uh, expect to be running to the walls a lot. It's very... The Cruising USA is almost like a slot car race, is what I told yeah, you. Yeah. I wouldn't even compare it to like Mario Kart. To me, it feels like... Oh, you notice I didn't say Mario Kart. Just any kart racer. Kart yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, almost, it almost feels like you're driving on a slot car track. Yeah. But that changes drastically with Cruising World. Yeah, it gets and a then, lot better. even a step more, with, Cruising Exotica almost has a Ridge Racer feel to it because you're sliding a little bit. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. But Cruising World, twice as, the controls are literally twice as good as Cruising USA. But I will say, all so this is a racing game, so you already know what you're going to be doing. Yeah. Uh, I will say that uh, the game is forgiving in that you're always going to land on your wheels mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter what kind of horrible thing you run into or crash. And on top of that, it seems to always try to set you up to keep going. Like the, yeah. the goal of this game is for you to never stop. Yeah. And it succeeds overall. Oh yeah. Me. You should never, I mean, there was literally one time where you wrecked off the course and it plumped you back right in front of my yeah. face and screwed me over, but you won. <laughs> I feel like the punishments for messing up in this game are very small. Yeah, exactly. I, I was constantly crashing into stuff. They expect you to hit traffic. Oh, thing. you're going to. And I hit it all the time. Which I guess we should mention. The graphics aren't very impressive, but there's traffic. And there's, what, 12 competitors altogether, I think? Yeah, and some of the tracks have a lot of stuff going on for them. Like, one of them's yeah. underwater. And there's all kinds of... And exotica. There's, yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of animal and sea life going on around you. Uh, sometimes you go to outer space on some tracks and there's aliens and stuff. I mean, there's all kinds of wacky things happening on screen at once. And I think overall, I mean, there's a lot of pop in and 
and all that stuff. But I think overall the game handles it fairly okay. Again, I, I think I know we're lumping them together, but I think it does. Starting with Cruising World, Cruising World and Cruising Exotica, I think are interchangeable. The main difference between the two is Cruising Exotica has a little bit of a power slide feel to the controls. It's just an evolution of Cruising World, and the tracks are zany. Yeah, but Cruising USA, I think, is almost like its own beast. Yes, <laughs> it just it feels and looks different, and the tracks are a lot simpler in Cruising USA too. Yes, yeah, uh, but yeah, Cruising World, Cruising Exotica. There's just so much going on. You can almost forgive the jankiness of the graphics. And of course, all three games have just a, some wild assortment of vehicles. But here's a pro tip: it doesn't matter what vehicle you get. At the beginning, especially. I know if you're playing single player, you can upgrade them as you yeah. go. But two player, if you're playing on the same thing, it's it's not going to matter. All the vehicles uh, perform exactly the same. They seem to be completely identical. I think they are. Yeah. Um, As far as other things you can do in the game, it is... This game makes... um We said it's an arcade racer, but it makes San Francisco Rush look like Gran Turismo. It is very simple. Yeah. Basically, the gas button is all you need. I don't remember ever, and I'm not even just saying this, I don't think I ever once hit the brakes. <laughs> I did by accident, but you don't need to. <laughs> no. Um, the one thing I was trying to hit him, I kept changing the music. Or my yes. Beers. So a couple of the unique things are you can change the radio station as you go, but we'll save that. Yeah. But I almost hate to call it a trick button, but if you press the gas button twice in a row, sorry, <laughs> Chinese food's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> professional <laughs> podcast can you imagine people <laughs> we tricked maybe two or three people into listening to our earthbound episode who never checked us out and then this is the second episode want, they hear <laughs> I want this I want this part that just happened to be the part that somebody who would have sponsored the show and was like you know what I really want to give this show a chance and what this this show's got I like this show I, I want I like what it represents I, I want to give them some money I just want to help them out and promote my my product, and then they hear that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not even a burp, but just regurgitation of Chinese food. <laughs> but what I was saying... Uh, <laughs> uh, what were you saying? I don't remember now. You threw it off. Oh, yes. The one kind of... The trick button is just yeah. pressing the gas button twice, and you literally pop a wheelie <laughs> in your car. Yeah. That is in all three games, I believe. You know what? The original is not even a wheelie. The original is just like an exhaust flame. Yeah. But after Cruising World and Exotica, yeah. definitely a wheelie. And you can use that, too. Uh, like, if you hit it, if you keep hitting it throughout time, you'll do flips and stuff over jumps. And yeah. also, uh, you'll flip over other cars. You you can... That, that is when this game just goes bonkers. You can uh, flip over other traffic or your competitors, and you were launched, I would say, what, 75 to 100 in-game feet into the air? Oh, yeah, easily. It's yeah. crazy. Um and you can also ride on two wheels around turns by doing the same thing while you're turning. Press the A button twice. Yeah. But honestly, I don't know if there's a point to it. I never figured out if it's really speeding you up or if it just tries to make you think it is. And here's the other part of this game. Uh, the AI <laughs> can get unforgivable. Yeah. They will knock you around. If you try to pass them, they'll just hit you left and right. And on top of that, there's plenty of times where we thought we were winning the race, and literally within the last two seconds, we'd get passed. Happen, yeah. Happened often. Yes. The whole rubber band effect, I think, is what we want to call that. Yeah, I just noticed a lot, because one of the things about this game, not to spoil a review or anything, but one of the things I do like about it is it doesn't require much from you. I mean, even <laughs> as far as arcade racers go, yeah. you can kind of turn your brain off. Yeah, unlike this podcast, which requires everything from you. Or nothing. To, to put up with it. 
yes. to be able to handle uh, this. I mean, whatever this is. Right. I don't know, though. I don't want that in most games, but in this one, I kind of like that it requires nothing. But I did notice what you're saying. Like, huh, I just finished fourth. Huh, I just finished third. Yeah. And I thought I was leading most of the race. Yep. And I think it's just because the, the AI was doing what you're saying. Yeah. They, they get faster at the end. I believe so. I believe that's how, that was their idea of, of uh, making it more difficult yes. to, when you set your level up higher. Let's talk about some of our favorite tracks. Um, from the original game, they're all pretty darn simple. Like, I couldn't pick a standout from the original. I will say, to, to give the original a positive, I did like when you were playing the Cruising World. That's the other thing with all three of these games. You can do these all two-player. You can play oh, the, yeah. the main mode two-player, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, but what I liked about the original Cruising USA mode was that, like, you literally was on one, you were going across the USO, U- USO, 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 uh, and, uh, like, where you stopped for the first race, that's where you started on the next one. Yeah. So, like, you literally just kept continuing on. That was kind of neat. That's the thing the first one did, the other ones didn't, and that is cool. Yeah. Yeah, like, the very inch where you stopped is where you'll start the next race. But none of the tra- the tracks in it, well, they're all in the USA. Yeah. But they didn't really do short, I don't think there were any shortcuts in the original Cruising USA. If they were, they might be. We just didn't see them. I don't, yeah. Uh, but also, the it's tracks very simple. The tracks aren't as varied either. No. Uh, they could have done more on the variety if they had tried, but they didn't. But that's where Cruising World comes in. Yeah. Because now we go over the whole world, and there's some cool ones. Um, and Cruising World and Exotica blend a little bit for me, so I'm trying to think what some of my favorites were from World. I don't remember the difference in the two, so I'm just going to say the ones I liked. Yeah. I, I like the one where you're underwater the whole time. Yeah, Atlantis. That was definitely from Cruising Exotica. Yeah, I like that one a lot. That one's very neat. The whale made a very creepy sound. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes. Woo-hoo! Yeah, I liked it. I, I like think that. it was, I think Tibet, was that the one in your... Yeah. I like that one. Uh, there was quite a few that... Alaska th- was really cool. Alaska, that's the other one I was trying to think the of. killer whales are jumping over yeah. the... You know what the Alaska track reminded me it started, from? It starts out really odd, though. Like It, it starts, starts out like on the beach. It feels like you're going from Hawaii to Alaska. Yeah. Maybe that's the idea. I don't know. I don't know. But was, was it? What were you uh, yeah. say? The, and this is definitely Cruising Exotica. So maybe Cruising Exotica did have my. It had the most memorable tracks, yeah. whether they're the best or not. But uh, the Alaska track, where you're driving on the beach and the killer whales are jumping, it reminds me of Sonic Adventure, the very yeah. first level. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You know, we probably should cover that show, game for the show. It's very iconic for me, and it's a Dreamcast game, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's kind of when Sonic changed, for better or worse. <laughs> yes. Anyways, um. <laughs> That You've was changed, a, Sonic. You've changed. The Great Wall of China. That might have been Cruising World. That was a fun one. Yeah. Um, uh, Ireland was a cool track, also from Cruising Exotica. Holland. Holland. Uh, Hong Kong was fun in single player. In two player, Hong Kong had so much pop in that it was about impossible. Yeah, it was almost undrivable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some cool tracks. Uh, Mars was the track you're most excited about. I was very excited to play the one called Mars. And it might be the most disappointing track of them all. There's, yeah. To be the last track, it's like there's kind of nothing there. Yeah. It's very disappointing. It's kind of like Mars would probably really be, but yeah. who wants that? Yeah. It's a bunch of red, and then all of a sudden they yeah. try to change it up, but then they don't do anything else. So, so yeah. Um, but if you want to pick the game based on tracks, it's pretty much in the title. Cruising USA is all going to be USA. And they're the blandest tracks. USA! But the most predictable, so that could be good for some people. Cruising World is just going to pick sort of stereotypical places. uh, Like, can't think of any right now. Because I'm I'm confusing it with Exotica again. Exotica! Things like Moscow and just places all over the world. Yeah. 
And then Exotica was kind of the same, but it went over the top with it. Oh, yeah. So, that's pretty much the track design. Um, I think yeah. we can go into the sound of the music. The sound of music. That's where this game truly shines in one way or the other. The first one, this is where the first one, the first one's the most forgettable in every other category. This is where the first one stands out. Yeah, I just, just so the audience knows, because I don't want you to feel like you're the only one that did that. I just burped a little bit, uh-huh. and I it felt like Chinese had come up to right, you can't see us on audio, but right like right here, where is this a uvula? Is that what that's called? Sure. <laughs> okay, where about uvula? Do you guys have uvulas? <laughs> So what did you think of the music? Uh, it was <laughs> it was good. Uh, by good, I mean that is wait wait wait. Good is a word no one will ever use to describe the music of this game because it will elicit a strong reaction. <laughs> yeah, but there's a reason I said good. Okay, go ahead. The reason I said good is because <laughs> it's so terrible. It's good. Like it. Okay. To the point of yeah. There's no way you're gonna have a mediocre reaction to this music either way. Yeah. <laughs> like the reason that I'm saying good is. Uh, by the time you're saying good because I threw you off. <laughs> but by the time you get to Exotica, uh, some of the songs are just more kind of eh. Some of those are just good, I guess. Yeah, or eh, or just eh that they didn't stand out. But the ones yeah. that are really bad, I really love. There's a song on the first cruise in USA. Oh my gosh! We're literally. I want to try to keep this as PG as possible. I know what it's called. If you want me to find it, yeah. What's it called? It's the Beverly Hills track. Okay. Well, literally, they over some type of beat and I'm using that word in quotation marks uh, you just hear this woman and to put it plainly she's it sounds like she's having a great time <laughs> so we're going to try to play it for you right now even though we can technically put this in post this is really bad podcasting this is terrible podcasting they let me down they didn't even pick the right song ah that's not Beverly Hills YouTube. Well, anyway, we could put this in here. I'll do anyways. I'll, here. I'll do a recreation. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Ah, <laughs> yeah, this isn't working. Did I get it? Was that we were out to find that and yeah. give it to Chris to add in later. Yeah, uh, it's very inappropriate. We'll put it that way. It sounded like it. It really did. It really did <laughs> for an E-rated for, game for uh, more mature audiences. Uh, but yeah, so. And also, since we're just the sound and music, some of the, we kind of sort of briefed on this before, but some of the animals and the noises they put in sounded off. Yeah. I guess the best way to put it. The whales sounded weird. The birds in the Tibet track. Like, the, what is that? Yeah, we could figure out what it was. It's like that mer- movie Birdemic. I literally said, I think it's when I'm hitting these rocks. <laughs> you actually thought it was the rocks. I'm like, why would the rocks cry like that? They go, That's all I think it made sense to me. Because <laughs> they didn't sound like birds whatsoever. The but music and the sound is so odd in this whole series. Yeah. yeah. But the original is something golden. So that's why I say good. I'm not yeah. saying good because it's actually... Yeah, actually good, but good because it's so bad. I'd put this in Birdemic levels. Yeah, and that the Birdemic was such a bad movie. Well, that, that's but I'd go back and watch Birdemic any day of the week. That, yeah, that was my point. I'm not saying you have to say the music bad. I'm just saying you're going to get a strong response out of this, and it's going to be really positive, really negative. Yeah, that's fine. And I think it was so bad that we thought it was good. Yeah, 
Uh, I, I still hesitate to use the word good. Let's say it was so bad that we enjoyed it. Yes. That's a probably a better word. I think Cruising World was an improvement over the music in Cruising USA, but still had that horrible cheeseball factor that made it enjoyable. Yeah. Cruising Exotica just was probably the best music, but it was the one I liked the least. I agree. Because it, it was very generic yeah. and forgettable, except it still had that theme song that was pretty good. Yeah, the theme song Exotica. was great. Yeah, they at least kept that. Yeah. Thank, thank goodness. Thank the goodness. Cruising World is like this... I don't know, this amazing ballad. <laughs> Cruising the world. <laughs> yeah, you got the beat. You got the power. Yeah, that's how it goes. Cruising the world. Like, I felt like I could do anything because of that song. Yeah, it really does. It's, it reminds me of the Ninja Turtles, the movie soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It's very 90s. I liked it. I, I was on board for it. I guess, Trevor, it's time for us to, to say our scores. short episode and we covered three games <laughs> well what else you got they're arcade games what else are you gonna well, do let's just said talk about every single car and every single track okay we could mention the cars actually real quick i did say there's a bunch of different ones there's but they all ones. but they all perform the same yeah. so it doesn't they're really goofy matter. but they perform the same go yeah. ahead <laughs> i mean just think anything from like a school bus to a taxi cab and some regular cars in between and, yeah. yeah and some weird strange ones but they all literally go the same speed not jazz all right trevor <laughs> <clears throat> Cruising USA, I'm going to give, because to me it's the weakest of the three, by far, <laughs> and I, I kind of think it's below mediocre, honestly. <laughs> if it wasn't for the music, I probably wouldn't care for it whatsoever, <laughs> and the music is bad, but I loved it because of how bad it was, so I'm going to give this, man, the music was really bad. I'm struggling between a three and a half and a four, I'm trying to decide. <laughs> uh, I'm going to knock it up to a four because the music was so enjoyable for me. <laughs> I don't get to hear a woman make those noises very much. <laughs> those who know what song we're talking about are either laughing right now or turning us off. <laughs> Speaking of turning us off. Um, what do you think of the Christian USA? Uh, this is actually a hard game to review. It's a hard game to sign a score to. Because it is, I think it's actually, I think Cruising USA, as opposed to the next two, is an actively bad game. But I don't hate it at all. Oh, I don't in, hate it either. In but. fact, I kind of like it more than... Okay. <laughs> so when I reviewed Earthbound, go back and listen to that episode, I said the game was more than the sum of its parts. Yeah. But all the parts were still excellent. So I absolutely adored the game. Cruising USA is somehow more than the sum of its parts because its parts are so bad. I'm going to give it a four and a half out of ten. Probably about a three for game design, but an extra point and a half just because it's so stupid. And it doesn't take itself seriously at all. So I'm going to give it a four and a half out of ten because it's still definitely a below average game. Yeah. I think IGN nailed it, even though they reviewed it way back in like 96. I think that's what they gave it. And I got to say today in 2018. Today. 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 I think a four and a half out of ten is accurate. I agree. It's below average, but it's so stupid you got to so try So this one is not retro bust approved. But I unfortunately still, not. I still feel it's cheap, right? I think so, yeah. I'm going to assume it's cheap. If it's cheap, it's worth just trying it. You could definitely do worse. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, the arcade version's better. I mean, there's, that's not even... Do you want me to go first on Cruising World? Yeah, go ahead. Cruising, cruising the world. Yeah, yeah. You've got the speed. You've got the power. 
So Cruising World was like, okay, Cruising USA was our test run. Here's the real game. Cruising USA is the game that should have came out all along because it's still simple. It's still flawed. It's still not a pretty game, but it's very competent. It's goofy, but the track design is more over the top than the first one, and it's more fun. The controls in the first one were bad. I'm not sure we emphasized that enough. They're really bad. It's it's almost like um like you don't even have control. <laughs> Cruising World is a huge improvement, and I'm just going to go and say I think I think Cruising World might actually be the best game in the series, but it's hard it's hard to deny the appeal of the zaniness of Cruising Exotica. But I'm going to give Cruising World. Gosh, it's a pretty fun little game. <laughs> what about score am I going to give it? <laughs> I don't want to just pull something out of my hat. Pull it. I'm going to give it... Hmm. Uh, six and a half. That's, that's close to what I was going to give it. Yeah. You gave it more than I would, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Because uh, I was actually thinking maybe higher, and I don't think I could do that, though. No, because at the end of the day, and this is kind of giving away my scores a little bit, at the end of the day, there's not a lot of fluff to these games. They're, no. they're kind of just what they are, for better or for worse. Uh, there's not a lot of replay value, as they like to say, I think. Uh, I'm going to go for Cruising World. To me, it was the bridge between USA and Exotica, so it's right there in the middle. I'm going to give it a, a six. Okay. I feel that's fair. It's still a fun game. It's fun. What you said is true. I'd come back and play that one if I was playing with a friend. So if you could find me one. Okay, I'll so, find you one. I'm not going to be your friend, but I'll try to find you one. Right, that's fair enough. All right, Cruising Exotica, I'll go first. my favorite of the three. I think it's way more for track designs because I kept wanting to see what each track was like. Uh, so that in itself wins for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this a six and a half. To me, it's the best of the three. The trilogy ends on a high note for me. If you're going to try any of the three, if you were to ask Johnny Townsend's uh, barely valued opinion, <laughs> it would be try. Trademark. Yeah, trademark. It would be uh, try uh, Cruising Exotica. I'll keep it short and simple. I think I do... I think in our little play session today, I enjoyed Cruising Exotica the most. I think I want to go back to it the most, at least with two-player. I still feel like maybe Cruising World was... I think Cruising World just improved so much on USA that I cut it more slack. So I'm actually going to give Exotica the same score, 6.5. Um, I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10, but I think it might actually be the most fun today. Um, but it's not a big jump up from Cruising World. No. So 6.5 out of 10. So with that being said, Cruising USA goes for about 8 bucks. But I think we're still saying it's not Retro Bliss approved because it got under a five from both of us. Yeah. That being said, I don't think you'd do... I think you should at least try it out. <laughs> but it's not approved for a purchase. Um, Cruising World goes for about 10 bucks. For me, it's very much approved. Um, I think it's it's worth it. What do you think for 10 bucks for Cruising World? Cruising World, 10 bucks. Man, that's... You're cheap, and I have spent way too much on retro games, so yeah. somewhere in between this is probably the truth. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair enough. For me, for 10 bucks, it's a no-brainer. If We should have mentioned up front, 
I love, and I know you love, arcade racing games. Yeah. And there's not enough of them anymore. So these are not top-tier arcade racing games, but they are some of the goofiest and le- least complicated. They require so little of you, and sometimes that's what you want. Yeah. Cruising Exotica, however, is about 18 bucks. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, man. It was the latest one. It probably sold the least. And that's the one I don't want to... 18 bucks is getting steep for me. <laughs> for me, it's worth 18 bucks if... you got to have the trilogy. If you've already bought the worst one like <laughs> I did, which is Cruising USA, I had to get the other two. Yeah. For me, it was worth it, but that's getting up there. Right, right. So, for right. me, the Retro Bliss approved anyways. Speaking of Retro Bliss, Trevor. Yeah. I think it's time for some... Feedback. Facebook. I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, but if you do, okay. for whatever reason, uh, look for uh, Retro Blessed on there. And once you find said Retro Blessed, you can join the growing community there. We posted about these this trilogy. And Go here, to Facebook and follow Retro Blessed or I'm going to punch you in the face. Is that, that's what I was saying. Okay. That's literally what I was about okay. to say. I was going to get to the violent part. Okay. After I was done. <clears throat> here we go. I, Evan Nixon... <laughs> That's me. My name's Evan Nixon now. Uh, Evan Nixon says, I can't speak for Cruising USA, but Cruising World and Exotica were super disappointing to me. I owned them both, and they were hardly as fun as the arcades. That's the thing, though. Comparing these to the arcades is almost unfair, because the arcades are obviously going to be superior. Yeah. Uh, Play the arcades, then play these, and you'll know exactly what I mean. It's night and day. I mean, it's going to be. I mean, you have better hardware. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... They're very flawed games. Don't, yeah, don't let our six, six and a half fool you. Yeah. Andrew Coed said, I don't think I played any Cruising Exotica, but the other two are a bunch of fun. I really enjoy arcade racing games. These are not the cream of the crop, but still very enjoyable. That's kind of where we are with them. Yeah. I do agree with Evan on some level. They are not as good as the arcade counterparts, but I don't think I went in expecting them to be. Same. I am pretty sure you guys will have fun with them. Love the life you live. Live the life you love. Daniel Chavez said, I haven't played Exotica or USA, but World was a lot of fun. To parrot ah, what everyone else is saying, the arcade is definitely much better. I mean, a parrot noise. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the console version is still enjoyable. However, what will the official voices of all retro gaming have to say about them? Uh, Bradley Michael Boson said, only played USA and World. Really enjoyed both games. Better in arcade than on console, though. I think we, we all... Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. the consensus. Uh, Daniel Tarraska, uh, Tarraska. I always feel like I'm saying his last name wrong, and I feel mm. bad because, obviously, he's awesome. He, you should feel bad. I do. I feel bad about this and many other things in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, I enjoyed Cruising USA. I like the music. <laughs> Me too. And it's still <laughs> pretty cool when the flames shoot out of the exhaust. You know, <laughs> I need to get another copy of this game now that I think about it. I am excited to hear what the top stars and retro gaming have to say about it, Winky Face. Can I make a professional podcaster opinion? You sure can. Daniel, if your memories of USA, go ahead and get it. But I would go and pick up World as well. Because it's the most like USA, but it's such a better game. Or Exotica. You just have to spend a little more money. Yeah, It's such a better game, though. But I don't have much to say, because on our Instagram account, follow Retro Bliss on Instagram, please do it now. 
We only have one comment. I think he's making fun of us for our Earthbound episode where we both talked about spoilers constantly. Uh, Fuller goes easy on the awesome. I'm pretty sure is our buddy Brandon Fuller. Uh-huh. Says, spoiler alert for all three. You cruise. He's not wrong. Nope, he's not wrong. He's not wrong whatsoever. You cruise. He is not wrong. Trevor, speaking of cruising. Uh-huh. I think it's time for us to uh, slow down. Just kind of sit back. Uh-huh. And let this commercial drive us around. And we can just kind of cruise. What do you think? Yeah. Roll the commercial! Payday, Mitch. I'm proud of you. With this, you join the American workforce. A rare breed of determined and dedicated... And quit. Now, one twenty nine ninety five gets you an N64 and a second atomic purple color controller free. Who's in the world? Oh, yeah, and Exotica. Who was yeah. Trevor, I think it's time for everybody's favorite game show. That game show, of course, is... Whisk Quiz. That was weird. Yep, yeah, I about said Retro Herald. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Confuse. Confuse. I'll just get on with it. I confuse whatever. Well, I've already closed mine, so you better give me some time. Uh, So, just to give everybody a a heads up, we uh, cheated. It's late. We're lazy. Yeah, we're late. We're late. It's Thursday. (laughs) Trevor, we're late. We're late. We're late. Uh, So, my my level of thinking was cruising, uh, cruises kind of happened in the 50s, in my opinion. Uh Uh, And uh, so I went to uh, 1950s. And there's a funtrivia.com has okay. some 1950s trivia about the decade of the 50s. Trevor, the year is 1950. You might not have made the football or baseball team in school. And you might not have been the most popular kid in America. But what made its debut in this year that was guaranteed to take your mind off your troubles and raise a quote-unquote chuck or two? <laughs> that question? Yeah. You didn't hear it, did you? <laughs> I told you to give me time. I was, pull, I was pulling up my quiz show. <laughs> you tuned out, didn't you? What well, I heard was a chuckler, too. <laughs> it came out in 1950. Okay. Uh, it's guaranteed to raise a chuckle or two. Okay. Uh, and the kid in it was not very popular. And what's the, I have to guess the name of the movie? The name of whatever I'm talking about. I have to guess the name of it. Yeah. It's not necessarily... I'm not going to tell you what medium it's in, because that gives it away. So I just have to pull out of the... It's still around now. That's my other clue I'll give you. I have to come up with the title of whatever this is? Yeah. I'll give you I'll give you one just to help you out even more because I think you're struggling really bad. Yeah, I'm not even sure the concept here. <laughs> I just... I don't get like multiple choices about what the title is. <laughs> no. Just go tell me what it is. But it came out in the 1950s? It came out in 1950. 1950. And yeah. these all have to do with cruising. No. Cruising happened in the 50s. Oh, That's okay. where I got it from. <laughs> I'm so lost. I'm so lost. Go to bed. So, so this is... Are you even telling me it's a TV show? I don't understand how based on that I'm supposed to just come up with something. Here, I'll start. No, while you read no, my no, you're doing this. I will this. read the question again. Because I didn't actually get the question. You have my undivided attention. Oh, we need to leave right. this episode. Going to leak the episode, Chris. <laughs> 1950. That's the year. Okay. That this thing came out. All right, got it. All right. You might not have made the football or baseball team. 
in school. This is your clues. Okay. And you might not have been the most popular kid. That's another clue. Okay. But what made its debut in this year that was guaranteed to take your mind off your troubles and raise a chuck all or two. Chuck is also a clue. The word chuck. Chucky? <laughs> From the 1950s? Let me give you more clues. Chuck Lorre? <laughs> no. No. Uh, they have uh, specials that are still played every year. Oh, uh, Peanuts? There you go. Yeah. I think I get it now. That was an awful, awful struggle. Well, Johnny, yours is multiple choice. Okay. So it's going to be pretty easy. So, <laughs> because we're being lazy right now for some reason, I just found multiple choice game questions. Okay. And you're going to like this one. This is right up your alley, and it has everything to do with the games we covered today. All right. So which of the following is a genuine Pokemon type? <laughs> Air, earth, light, or dark? Earth. Earth is incorrect. It's dark. And for the record, I didn't know the answer either, <laughs> but it tells me. <laughs> I, I didn't know either, obviously. Trevor, the movie Love Me Tender premiered in November 1956. Which celebrities were the three main stars of the movie? And I'm going to make it easier for you. Just name one star of this film. <laughs> Love Me Tender. Okay. Who starred in the movie Love Me Tender? Okay. Came out in 1956. <laughs> Who starred in it? He was a humongous star at the time. Huge. Huge. Elvis. There you go. Yeah. That's his song. Yeah. So some of these questions are really easy. This isn't your question. But it basically says, which of these Nintendo consoles was alongside the PlayStation 2 and Xbox? Super Nintendo, N64, or Wii? Say it again. I cut it too down. <laughs> this isn't your real question because it's too easy. But which system from Nintendo was out at the same time as the PlayStation 2 and Xbox? Oh, Wii. The Super Nintendo, N64, or Wii? Yeah. That's kind of ridiculous. So your real question... Lord. Your, your next this, one's multiple choice. This one way. makes me feel stupid. Well, this whole uh, episode has done that for us. Okay, which of these is not a game mode in Minecraft? Which is not a game mode? Well, Hardcore? Your uh, nephew plays it all the time. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he, plays play game, he plays that game you hate. Fortnite. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm moving on. Alright, here we go. <laughs> no, I'll do it, but I'll get it wrong because I don't know Which game in the Final Fantasy franchise was the first to spawn a direct sequel? <laughs> okay. Three. I'm just going to... Shot in the dark. Ten. It was Final Fantasy Ten too. Oh, it means like, like you're like, like it was a direct seek. Like it's oh. so weird. Like I'll be honest with you. I feel like, and I'm gonna anger a lot of fans, but I I think it's so dumb how the Final Fantasy games are numbered, and then they number the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so Final Fantasy Ten too. Final Fantasy Ten Thirteen Ten Fourteen. Yeah, I hate I'm it. Making I'm making some of that. I hate it more. Uh, <laughs> Trevor, this one actually is multiple choice. What was Dumont? D-U-M-O-N-T. Your okay. choices are, this was in the 50s. Okay. A TV set, a TV advertiser, a TV dinner, or a TV network. Which one was Dumont? TV network. Ding, 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 Trevor. Oh. Uh, Dumont was the fourth network, but it was unable to compete with NBC, CBS, and ABC. And it ended in 1956. Do you want to know how dumb some of these questions are? I do. I'm going to give you another anything. fake one. Okay. Which of these was the console released by Sega? The Dreamcast, the Jaguar, the GameCube, or the Zodiac? Zodiac. <laughs> oh my goodness. The I got, Zodiac. It's the Zodiac. Go find your real one. Yeah. All right. Because I got one. You got one. Okay. Um, which of the, Oh, here's a good one. Which of these is not a dungeon in The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time? Okay. The Shadow Temple, the Fire Temple... The Spirit Temple or the Light Temple? You're going to hate me, but these games run together for me, despite the fact that they're really good. 
the third one. <laughs> uh, it was the Light Temple. <laughs> was that the third one? I don't even know if I would have got that. I would have really think about that. No, I don't think that was that was the last one. Oh. Alright. Well, that was terrible. That was Bliss Quest. I'm glad we did it. <laughs> Talk about putting the least effort possible. I'm so tired. They're lucky they're getting anything. I drug my Nintendo 64 over here and hooked it up. Yeah. And then this is what we gave people. Did I mention that I haven't heard those noises that a woman makes on that one song in a long time? But you know what you have heard? What's that? Is our beautiful patrons. I have heard from them. Yeah. Speaking of patrons, Trevor, I think it's time for us to make the pick. Yep, so the November game pick, it's actually way past time. In fact, I should have already posted the December one because it tried to do it a month ahead. But we don't do that anymore. So we had uh, five votes. What and are the choices? By the way, head to Patreon. Give us a dollar. You can listen to all the bonus episodes or five dollars and you get to basically determine our fate. Yeah, if you think what you heard today is worth hearing more of it... <laughs> For whatever godforsaken reason. <laughs> now that you put it that way, I'm going to close the Patreon. But we have our illustrious patrons who voted for um, Star Fox 1 and or 2. Okay. Clock Tower for the PlayStation 1. Never heard of it. Turok for the N64. Okay. Tomb Raider for the PlayStation 1. Okay. And Clay Fighter 63 and a half. So if we roll it, we've got a six out of die. If we roll a six, then we're just going to re-roll. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, Clock Tower, Trevor's already discussed this game with me. We don't have it, and it's expensive, so my guess is this is what's going to win. Yes. <laughs> so let's just go and say, Clock Tower costs about $100. And we're not doing that. It's a PlayStation 1 horror game. <laughs> sorry. We're sorry, but we're not doing we'll that. We'll have to figure something out with uh, Mr. Bradley, because he's the one that voted for it. Yes. So let's say that Clock Tower is a 1, Star Fox is a 2, Turok 64 is a 3, Tomb Raider is a 4, Clay Fighter is a 5. Six is a re-roll. Makes right. sense? Makes sense. Do the honors. If you roll a one, I'll punch you. Two. two. That would be Star Fox. I mean, we want to play that. So Sweet. Out. An yeah. actual game we can play. Yes. <laughs> nice. We have this. All right, so stay tuned. Coming soon, Star Fox. Also in the works, uh, Mario Party. And also, I believe we're going to also try to do Smash, right? We owe Smash to the patrons. Yeah. Uh, so when it comes out on the Switch, we're going to do a Smash. That's the only out. reason we haven't done it yet, yep. is we're just waiting on the new one to come out so we can cover it too. Uh, which is soon, right? It's got to be soon. Uh, yeah, it's like a month. It's December, early December. Okay, I figured it'd be right before Christmas. Yeah. All right, so uh, we are going to do Smash. We're going to go crazy with it. Uh, we've already played the new Mario Party, and we want to pl- cover one of the original yeah. Nintendo 64 ones. So we're going to do a blowout episode on that soon too. So just stay tuned for all that goodness. And... Uh, I'm just going to put this out there. We got something I believe will be a lot of fun lined up for uh, Christmas. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's been this episode. We've finally finished. <laughs> I'm I'm done. I'm just going to go to sleep. I don't know. We barely squeezed enough time out of this one to be considered a full episode, but I think we did okay. Uh, well, sometimes we squeeze too much. Oh, got to go. Yep. Squeeze too much. Uh, that's when the boop comes out. <laughs> Is that how we're going to end this stupid episode? Yeah. Why would we end it on an intelligent note? Uh, I don't uh, even have anything. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. I want to go. I was trying to make a sexy noise out of my mouth. And oh, we should stop. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Cruise in the rear. <laughs>